You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The first-place Rockies. The first-place Rockies, people. Uh, we're going to talk about them a little bit. I'm Allison Futter. I'm here with Thomas Harding. Uh, Thomas, the Rockies are in first place. Let's enjoy this while we can. Let's bask in the glory that are the Colorado Rockies. Um, I'm going to talk about Trevor's story, but I'm not going to start with him because I know that you have to talk about him all the time. So we'll move on to Jordan Lyles, who had a very nice start against the Cincinnati Reds recently, um, which is something that needs to happen more often. I know that he struggled in his first couple of outings, but they need Jordan Lyles to step up and be a big part of this rotation if this thing is going to work this year. And he certainly showed good signs of it in his last outing. Yes, he did. I mean, and, and it's the type of stuff that you expect from Jordan Lyles, for him to attack with a fastball, for him to challenge tough left-handed hitters inside. We use all the secondary stuff. He has a lot of pitches, and a lot of them can be good if he throws his fastball. Um, and he did so against the Reds on Monday night and ended up pitching seven innings. Could have thrown a complete game, to be honest with you, but the game was tied in the seventh, and that's kind of the way it goes in the National League. You're in an offensive park. You need runs. He was leading off. He would have been leading off the eighth inning. They pulled him out of there. They ended up getting home runs from Trevor Story and from Ben Paulson and opening up a lead. But if they get that type of start from Lyles, that is huge for them. Uh, one time through the order with Lyles' outing being the final one, they posted a 1-4-2 ERA. It was not the Rockies' terrible rotation that we were expecting. Instead, it was the best of what they can do. And you know, can they keep this up over the long haul? We'll see. Um, you know, right now you're sitting here in April, and the Rockies are doing well, and it happens every year. Um, going into this year, the last three years, they had the third best record in the National League in April. It's after April that's been an issue, but if they have the depth that they think that they have, maybe this can sustain itself a little bit longer. Yeah, Jordan Lyles, we should, how old is he these days? Do you remember offhand how old he is? Um, he's 25, I believe it is, and I'll, I'll have it. But, I mean, when he, ca- he came up with the Astros at age 20, it seems like he's been there forever. I mean, you would expect to see gray hair, but you don't because he's only 25. That's right, 25 years old. Well, yeah, that, um, and, and that, that should be noted because, and obviously there are the extra challenges of pitching in Colorado, but there's sometimes when, it, it, and I don't want to get like too ahead of ourselves with just one start, but there are, I was just talking to Alvin Gonzalez, who covers the Angels, and he was talking about Hector Santiago, and he seems to have a couple miles an hour more on his fastball. He had this dominant outing. They've been like waiting a really long time for him to put a full, like dominant season together. And sometimes things just happen for a pitcher randomly where things click, and then they sort of become, you know, they're off and running. And we have to give Jordan Lyles a pretty long leash given his young age, right? That's, that's correct. And if you look through this rotation, it's all over the Rockies' rotation. Like uh, Tyler Chatwood, who pitched very well in Chicago against the Cubs, um, Alden covered him with the Angels. It seems like he's been around forever. He's only 26 years old. Um, and we've been talking about John Gray since the day he was drafted, but the fact of the matter is, and he should start um, get back into the rotation very soon, the fact of the matter is he's only 24, and he was only drafted in 2013. It just seems like forever because we've talked about him all the time. I mean, that's the type of rotation that they have here. They have some youth behind it. Now, what, when does that youth grow up or 
you know, do, do very many young pitchers come in and pitch well immediately, or is there a bit of a growing pain? It seems like you, you'll see some growing pains with some Rockies pitchers, but once they get it, maybe they can have a rotation like the Aaron Cooks and the Jeff Francis of a few years back. Let's talk a little about Nolan Arenado. Uh, I can't talk enough about this guy, but he's really um, – he, I mean, he had that ridiculously phenomenal spring and then kind of went a little radio silent for the first couple of days of the regular season. But he is on fire, hitting the way we know he can hit, and the defense has been amazing. I mean, you cannot say enough about what he's doing. And obviously we can't because we talk about him every week. But really, I mean, we have to. Uh, he has to be – I mean, if he continues this, then – we're talking about a legitimate like MVP candidate by the all-star break. It would probably be him and maybe three other people. Yes, and uh, I think we talked about it before the season, how possible it was for him to, to actually win the MVP award. Now, the team will have to go a long way for him to do it, but what I want to know is what is he not doing? You know, he is producing runs. He's hitting home runs. He is absolutely dominant on defense. Um, he's he has a big smile and does things uh, on television and is, and and is fan friendly. What there's nothing about him that isn't good. The only thing is people don't know about him because the Rockies haven't won. But um, if if that part gets taken care of, this guy is one of the, he should be one of the faces of Major League Baseball. I mean, he's that type of individual and he's that type of player. Okay, now I have to ask you about Trevor Story. And I, okay, I love this line. I love this line, Trevor Story, so much that I wrote it down in my little notebook when I make my little notes about the teams. Um, go ahead and nitpick about Story needing a day off because he has 25 strikeouts. Manager Walt Weiss can't hear it because of the loud contact. <laughs> I love it. Oh my so, gosh, that was I, I loved that one. I have to admit, I love writing that because this guy, <laughs> when he when he hits the ball, he hits it solidly. Yes, he does strike out, but there are two things about him that, that, that I like to write about because, because I think people can get enamored with one number or try to nitpick or try to always say, yeah, but. But if you look at Trevor's story, most of his home runs are going to the pull side. I think there's one, the first home run he hit off of Zach Greinke, it went the opposite way into the corner, solid shot home run. The rest of them have been to the pull side except for – um, the last one against the Reds where he hit it straight to center field, landed on the berm, okay? So you think this guy is just one of those guys that's up there hunting a bad fastball, he's going to put it in the seat. Well, if you look at the chart of his other hits, uh, his, his singles, doubles, and yes, a couple of triples, there's been one to the pull side. The rest of them have been the other way. Um, when when the, he hit the home run against the Reds, the Reds spent that whole game playing him to the pull side, and it really – kind of baffled me because he has not hit the ball on the ground to the pull side all year. If, he's, if you're going to stop him from getting a hit, you put everybody in right field. If you're going to try to stop him from getting a, a home run, you can put somebody in the stands, but that's not legal. So I don't know how they pitch this guy, but I was really baffled about how the Reds played him. Uh, he hits the ball all over the park. Yes, he does strike out, but he strikes out because he's up there to hit. I don't mind the guy – swinging and, and missing if every now and then he's going to put one into the seats. Um, I think of, of those 25 strikeouts, three have been looking, which is great. I mean, you know, you almost wish um, if you had a Little League team, you would say, okay, we're going to find you a piece of candy if you strike out looking because you want kids swinging the bat. Trevor Story's a good guy to watch in that respect. 
Yeah, I don't think anyone has a problem with Mike Trout strikeouts either. So, uh, yeah, if you're putting 45 home runs in the seats, then I think that they can live with that. So, good stuff. Okay, I know you're covering a game, and you have to run off and, and talk to your manager, so we will not keep you. Thomas, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, thanks for having me. Any time spent doing this is a good time. Ah, uh, thank you, Pete. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.